1: Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along as we sally forth into the five o'clock follies, the most heavily commuted and as a result, the most heavily congested hour of the Bobby Mac electric radio program. Great to have you along as always. And here is how you join me and uh, we engage in conversation together. Just give me a call. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307, and my email address, as always, Bob at 1063WORD.com. In on my text line, Hey, Bobby, I wonder how many members of the Supreme Court woke up to find a decapitated horse's head in their bed. Good question. Uh, Bobby, I can't move on. So many people supposedly on our side want us to just, eh, you know, suck it up, move on. I can't and I won't because the cheating and fraud was real and the election was stolen. Well, there there are Republicans in Pennsylvania who are of the same mindset. That is, they refuse to give up. A group of Republicans in Pennsylvania late yesterday has again urged the SCOTUS, the U.S. Supreme Court, to take up their lawsuit that challenges the 2020 election results in their state. The nation's top court had previously rejected the group's request for immediate injunctive relief to block Pennsylvania from taking further steps to certify the 2020 election results which has already been done in the Electoral College, but not in Congress. At the time, the group's lawyer said the case was not over because his clients were planning to file a formal petition to ask the court to review the lawsuit, which they hadn't filed the first time. The lawyer filed a petition for a writ of certiorari on December 11th, docketed by the court on December 15th, which argues That the Pennsylvania Supreme Court was wrong when it dismissed their case because the justices believe the plaintiffs filed their case with unreasonable delay. See, they're always looking for, well, you don't have any standing, you filed it too late, never looking at the merits of the case. The court... He said, should not turn a blind eye to unconstitutional election laws that permit massive vote dilution and have a significant impact on election outcomes as the Pennsylvania Supreme Court did. So uh, we will we will see where we go from here. Uh, We have seen, of course, the uh, gutless wonders in the black robes uh, refuse to do anything. At this point, oh, you don't have any standing, you know. Uh, what about the merits of the case? No, we're not going to look at that. We're busy, you know. We, we're we busy people up here. and what? Besides, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> to the phones we go in our leadoff batter here in the Follies today is TJ, who is in uh, cowpens Land of the Big Peach is nearby. Hi, TJ. Welcome to you.
2: I'm 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 here. I'm just uh, I can't hear anybody. What? Uh, you you
1: can't hear anybody?
2: Uh, well, now I can. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. Oh,
1: oh, oh. <laughs> now we got
2: you, B-b-b-b-b- Mr. McLean. I'm I'm, I'm happy that you're. <laughs> go ahead, sir.
1: No, it's okay. You go right ahead, TJ.
2: I'm so happy that you are uh, on a deserved, very deserved. Uh, retirement and I know that you're going to be back occasionally so I'm not going to worry too much about not hearing you again. I want to thank you so much for what you do um uh, in our ears uh to help the American spirit and freedom and liberty. Um I I also want to thank you for letting me talk about my dad once in a while. Mhm. Uh, Mr. Bohannon, 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 (laughs) a long time ago, back in the early, uh, I guess it was 2003, let me read an article about my dad Uh um, who who was a fighter. And you remind me of a fighter and uh, I have so much respect for people like you and that's that's basically it. I have a lot of hope. I think I it may not be a very um, it may not be a, a very great chance, but I'm very much looking forward to and for what I understand to be one congressman and one senator opposing this election fraud and standing up when this all comes to pass here in, in another couple of weeks
1: yeah that would be and, an inspiration uh, we might be to able
2: to overturn this election
1: yeah that that uh, all, all we need all we need is, as i said earlier is we are looking for uh, someone who is capable of looking beyond their own self interest looking beyond the intimidation of the left because make no mistake that's in large measure what they depend on does anybody think that if antifa was not burning down cities and looting and murdering people that the supreme court would say uh, no uh gee uh, we'd love to look at this case but uh, boy look at the time gotta go
2: i'm from deep south texas and i love south carolina i especially love the upstate we will not push very much further down there yeah and i uh, i don't want to see it get ugly i i think that there's a lot of opportunities to avoid getting ugly but the conversations that i'm having with people down there they have had enough
1: yeah and and if they're feeling that way now tj imagine what happens because everybody knows what biden has said uh, during the so-called campaign from his basement, it's going to be open borders on steroids. There already is at least one caravan from Honduras that it's uh, on its way, probably to the South Texas border right now. Uh, when when yes. these when these folks get there, uh, there's there's going to be problems.
2: And they're going to be in for a very rude awakening because a lot of the Mexican-Americans that live there that have businesses that have been educated, that are very decent and wonderful people, uh-huh. are not going to stand for it. If you would, I don't know if you, we've got time, but I'll read the the article again about my dad real quick. I think you'll remember it.
1: Uh, how long will it take, TJ?
2: Okay, this was McAllen Monitor. Uh, I, I hope the signal is okay. Uh, my house is kind of funny. out Yeah, no, we hear you I fine.
1: Got, no, we got you fine.
2: Uh, 23rd September, 1945. And I'm going to try to get through this without choking up. McAllen, homesickness in the Pacific is bad enough, but there is something worse. A McAllen Marine lieutenant has written his parents. It is the deplorable condition of many liberated American soldiers, which has caused plenty of their rescuing buddies to forget possible leave to come home, as long as they can help remove Jap prison victims. And I'm not trying to be discriminatory. No, this, we got you. Uh, it was yeah, written in
1: 1945.
2: It, right. Lieutenant Byron L. Cook, son of Mr. and Mrs. F.G. Cook, was among the first Marine Air pilots to fly over Formosa in search of obscure prison camps. He and his companion, Chester L. Smith, located three, which gave up 1,200 Allied captives. Of these... Eighty nine were survivors of the Bataan death march. Oh, God. Cook writes his parents. I want to come home, he said, but not as long as I can help here. Thank you, Mr. McLean. I'm looking forward to hearing your voice again.
1: Thank you very much, TJ. Uh, Well said. And and thank you for the kind words. And uh, and God bless those uh, who helped. Uh, those victims of uh, Japanese atrocities in World War II to recover and uh, come back to the world. 16 After 5 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Be right back. Yeah, always one of my favorite sounds of the season. Right up there with uh, Nat King Cole's White Christmas and my favorite rock Christmas song, Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes. Uh, Leroy Anderson and his orchestra and Sleigh Ride, the orchestral version right there. 22 After 5 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Uh, Let's go to Boiling Springs next and bring in the lovely and talented Rose. Hello, my dear. How are you today? Oh,
3: I'm doing fine, Bobby. Excellent. Uh, I think that the thing about this is the lies that the 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 uh, Democrats tell is beyond what my mind. Uh, They they just tell lies all the time, and uh, and about Hunter Biden and everything. Right. So uh, I I don't know, but (laughs) I I got some. Uh, Karl Marx said. um, Carl Marx said um, that if you take uh, people are uh, from their history; they can easily be
1: persuaded. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and and when I talk about yeah. when I talk about the progressives in the Democrat Party mm-hmm. wanting to deconstruct America, that's exactly it. They want to do away with all of our traditional values, beginning with Christianity, because America and our founding documents are all. Uh, related back to uh, the Judeo-Christian ethics. And, and and they have to eliminate those. They have to wipe out history so they can write some new stuff.
3: Yeah, i tell you, I wouldn't doubt if they tried to close down the churches and everything. Sure, that's a big uh, part of it. Yeah, it is. And so I uh, I don't know. Uh, and they suppose uh, Schiff and Feinstein and Pelosi— uh, are in bed with the communist Chinese yep. and their this group. Sure. It's a mess all the way around, Bobby. Yeah. I, I, I'm just a, we're not going to ever get out of this mess. I don't know what in the world is going on. Uh, well, we we, we we started
1: out as a nation of laws, Rose, and we had better get back to it or or we're going to have yeah. big trouble. Rose, thanks for the call as always. And I hope. Well, Hope you have a Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you again. 24 After 5, let's go to Fountain Inn and bring in Dan here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Dan, and welcome to the program.
4: Hi, Bobby. Um, quick, before I start on to my points, um, yeah. I would like to thank you for, um, you know, all that you've done over the last, uh, all those many years. I've been listening to you for probably around close to 10, and you have really to you know bring information to light that I was not aware of because that's your your job and I um, and you've done a great job at it so thank, thank you. you and I will uh, I will miss you on the ride home from work. Appreciate um, that. To the point of my call, uh, I believe Trump won. I'll never acknowledge Biden as the winner ever. Nope, um, me either. Should he be sworn in, in with the corruption and fraud that's going on, then it comes down to what do we need to do to promote you know freedom liberty prosperity for us and i think this is where conservatives are going to really have to get tough yes and hold their elected representatives you know in check because you can't just roll over and say well i guess you know the federal government is going to raise uh, everyone's taxes with the green new deal i guess we're gonna have to go along you know states are going to have to start nullifying federal law correct Treat it like a treaty Say, yep. you know we do not we are not signing up for that. We are not going to emplace carbon taxes. We are not going to reduce our carbon emissions. We're not going to, you know, cease fracking or um, natural gas production or, or any of this. And then, you know, gun control, we're, we're not going to see any uh, infringement on the Second Amendment as a, as a viable law. And it has to go beyond you know, a resolution passed by a voice vote. <laughs> right. It's
1: or an or go, an angry letter go addressed to a politician.
4: Right. It needs to be done. No, we will not we will not comply. The Democrats surprisingly showed us the blueprint when they refused to enforce current immigration law and they would yep. not cooperate with ICE it's time for us to not cooperate with the FBI, because they're, cur- they're obviously corrupt. Yep. Um, and we won't acknowledge the ATF as a viable agency either. You know, And that's what we need to start down, if this is how they want to play it. Um, and so I, I, I urge everyone that if things go the way that people are making us believe that they'll go, it's going to be time to call up McTaxter and call up our elected representatives locally, first and foremost, and get them to, to really push back and put some teeth to some of these these um, laws and, and push back on the federal government.
1: Well, and looking um, down the road, McTaxter is going to have his own issues to deal with over all these lockdowns and shutdowns and all the rest of it. Uh, there, there are people waiting in the wings right now, chomping at the bit, waiting for an opportunity uh, to uh, take him on in the primaries uh, coming up in just over another year. Uh, to the other issues, uh, the great strategist and tactician, uh, Sun Tzu, the general who wrote the book The Art of War, said that every battle is won before it is fought. And the way those battles are won is by understanding your enemy. And we have to understand what the goals of these people uh, who are pushing this progressive Marxist agenda exactly are. Uh, The way they go about changing the language, the way they're employing cancel culture, uh, all the other aspects of their pushing this agenda to deconstruct the United States of America. And once we understand what it is they intend to do, then we need to conduct guerrilla warfare on our own uh, in a legal and moral way uh, that can Cut the legs out from under these people because there are millions of Americans out there who don't like what they hear when these people talk about the agenda items they want to push, and you know what they are as well as I do.
4: I agree, Bobby. And I, like I said, I'll, I'll uh, hang up and listen to your show, and it's been uh, great hearing your voice on the radio. Thank you. My pleasure.
1: Thank you for the kind words, Dan. I appreciate it. Asymmetrical warfare—that's another word for uh, guerrilla warfare. And, and it, it's not necessarily, you know, a warfare that's fought with bullets. It's, it's a warfare that's fought with ideas and pushing back and having the courage to speak out against, well, uh, when we come back on the other side, Cartoon Network is now schooling kids on pronouns. They define you and make you feel safe. This is the kind of crap that's going on in the American education system as well and it needs to be fought tooth and nail every step of the way. Now, I'll be right back. Yeah, I, I do like it, money penny, but I I don't like it well enough to play it twice in a row. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't pick Holly Jolly Christmas. <laughs> that's true. Could have been worse, it could have been Burl Ives. Not commie. 536, welcome back. He was a commie, you know. 24 but he was a great actor but he was a comic 24 before six here on the bobby mack show without further ado uh, let us not delay any longer in depriving you of singers you're on
5: boneheads in the news
1: ah uh, yes and join for bone, boneheads as always which reminds me money penny we got to do a uh, uh, blue christmas i guess on friday probably okay. i've got it good deal meantime uh, boneheads in the news, and joined by the Bobettes, Miss Moneypenny in her hazmat suit in our studios. Howdy, howdy. Uh, is little Annie joining us from her covert news locale?
3: I do not think so.
1: Yeah, I guess not. All right, here we go. Uh, everybody likes to uh, go out and, you know, the, a lot of people still love the uh, fresh smell of a Christmas tree. You know, none of that funny stuff. Uh, a Phony, you know plastic Christmas trees. Uh, A woman in Florida uh, brought in her Christmas tree. When she did, her dog started going nuts. And uh, it turns out that she got more than the Christmas tree that she had brought into the house. The uh, Christmas tree uh, contained a raccoon. Oh no. Had had been (laughs) hiding in the tree. She thought at first it was a cat, uh, but uh, it, uh, well, it, as you can imagine, uh, it was a mess.
3: Listen here. See if there's some furry body inside the Christmas tree. No, it's not a cat. What is that? Is that a squirrel? Oh, it's a raccoon. <laughs> no! <laughs> Don't do it! Don't do it! Ah! <laughs> oh, the dog's going nuts. Nice. These are yeah, all the ornaments that. that made yeah. it. There goes the tree. There's my beautiful tree. Yeah. There's the raccoon. Again, I I don't know There's what I was dog. thinking. I let the dog back out. The dog pulled the raccoon from the Christmas tree. The Christmas tree came down with the raccoon. Uh, she sleeps right there in front of it. I've never had an animal in seven years come through that door.
1: <laughs> Apparently, uh, the raccoon <laughs> was not delivered with the tree. Uh, it came into the house through the doggy door, and the tree looked like a good place to hide out. So uh, welcome to the uh, Griswold family Christmas, I guess. How about these idiots? Apparently they've never heard of people being attacked by alligators. Golfer in Florida hit a ball that landed on the tail of an alligator, so he thought it would be a brilliant idea to creep up and snatch the golf ball back. Uh, listen to the splash as the gator reacts by darting the other way into a nearby pond.
3: You know you would do it too.
1: Not me.
6: It's gonna whip you with that tail, dude.
1: yes uh, yet more evidence of the validity of the statement there is no cure for stupid
3: there's one born every second
1: there is a cure for stupid but it's gonna hurt Uh, apparently they uh, got this bright idea from watching Happy Gilmore try to get his ball back from a gator
4: give me my ball give it here Pop it
2: up. I swear to God, I'll rip it out of you.
1: Give me the, Give me the ball, alligator. Ah! Ah, <laughs> uh, bear in mind, that was a movie, okay? And uh, finally, here in holiday season, Smokey Robinson uh, did a nice thing. Somebody asked me to make a uh, cameo video wishing someone a happy Hanukkah. But whoever requested it used the C-H spelling of Hanukkah uh, because Smokey, who apparently had <laughs> never seen that before, uh, pronounced it uh, Chinooka and said, he <laughs> and said he had no idea what it, what it meant. Here's Smokey. I was contacted by your sons, Jeff and Jerry, and they wanted me to wish you happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka <laughs> because they said so. Anyway, God bless you, babe, and enjoy Chinooka. Have a wonderful time. Smokey Robinson. <laughs> By the way, uh, you know what Bob Dylan said of Smokey Robinson? He said, can really sing. <laughs> he said he was America's greatest living 20th century poet. And uh, Smokey was. Pretty good with that stuff. There you go. There, there is uh, boneheads for today. So uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Chinooka as well. <laughs> to, uh, to the phones we go, uh, Dan from uh, Asheville is on next. Hi, Dan, and welcome to the program. Thanks for waiting.
6: Bobby Mack, <laughs> you crack me up every day. I love listening to your show. Thank you. Uh, congratulations on your retirement, and thank you. I don't think you realize the profound effect that you've had on not only the upstate, but the country as a whole, and we appreciate you greatly.
1: Very kind. I'm I'm starting to get an inclination to that from from all the calls, and it's a it's a pretty humbling experience, I'll tell you.
6: Well, I'll tell you how good it is. I, in the afternoons, if I have to leave my house, I leave your show streaming on the computer for the dog to stay company with. And
1: uh, <laughs> I love that.
6: <laughs> He's turned him into quite a good golfer. He found a golf ball and an old wedge in the closet somewhere, and I come in and it's laying around the living room, so I know he's been busy.
1: Nice. Even though your dog, of course, as they all are, is a socialist because he's got you uh, to support him. So, you know, there is that.
6: Well, that's that's been a long-running campaign around our house anyway. So if, <laughs> it if, it, if it weren't him, it would have been a kid at some point.
1: A message received and understood. <laughs>
6: Hey, I I heard a guy call into Russia this afternoon, and he said one of the things that Republicans and uh, conservatives in general haven't done enough of is to make their voices heard Uh vocally, physically, and visibly. And he suggested a rally in Washington of 10 million people, and I would take it one step further, Uh, 10 to 15 million in Washington and a half a million to one million in every state capital in the country. Amen. Uh, Do it on January, January 2nd or January 9th, but I think it should be a concerted effort. Uh, something that we really should do, and let them know that we're here and we're not going to take this. Right. Um, you know, the only next step is an armed insurrection, and I don't think anybody wants that. But uh, I well, know a there, number of people who there, are
1: there. There are actually well there there are actually some interim uh, maneuvers uh, that can be employed in the interim. The the asymmetrical warfare. Uh, that I referred to. And I'm going to give a couple examples of that coming up, uh, because I think we all hope that uh, we, we don't. Uh, it Look, in my estimation, uh, the left has been trying to force us uh, into some sort of revolutionary action. Uh, for the last decade, they keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And the last thing we should want to do is give them what they want.
6: Uh, it's funny you mention that, because I'm currently reading Mao Zedong's Uh, book on guerrilla warfare Yep, Uh, and like you were talking about you win the hearts minds and souls first and worry about the combat later Um, I'm about uh, two to three chapters into it but it's very telling as to what is going on and what we're dealing with today
1: isn't it ironic too Uh, you know Mao was a pedophile also it just uh, occurs to me that uh, these things seem to run in cycles somehow you know
6: well, it's, it's it's becoming too recurrent and too often, yep, and uh, at some point, it's going to have to be. It, we're going to have to put a stop to it. Anyway, thank you, Bobby. Appreciate you and your staff, everybody that's helped you out all the years. And before you sign off, would you please let Brenda say a word on the radio one afternoon so we can hear her voice?
1: I will. I will see if I can encourage her to do that. She is uh, she is <laughs> shy and reluctant uh, about joining me at the mic, but. Uh, since that'll be the we, last regular we, show, maybe we can uh, implore her to do that.
6: We know behind every great man is an even is uh, an even greater woman. You bet. So, kudos to you and
1: her. Thank you, Dan. Kind words, very kind. Appreciate it very much. Thank you, sir. Five forty-five here on the Bobby Mack Show. And, and and do I mention Mao uh, in relation to uh, anyone else? Eh, think about it. Like maybe. The president-elect? The creepy hair sniffer? Be right back here on the Bobby Mack Show. Welcome back. 551, nine before six on the text line. Bobby, I think Ted Cruz may be the senator who will object to the electoral votes or maybe Rand Paul. I don't know. We'll see uh we are waiting with bated breath to the phones we go inman my next stop and mike is next up hi mike and welcome to the program you are
5: the best bobby mike
1: you have excellent judgment sir
5: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i know i know i better listen to you for years. <laughs> listen i got two little questions be fast okay um I was listening today to the news, you know, national news, and it said uh-huh. that, uh, that Biden had more votes, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, votes for...
1: Oh, the Electoral College?
5: Yeah. Can yeah. you
1: believe that? No, <laughs> is the short answer.
5: i anything I've ever seen in my life. Yeah.
1: You, you get electoral other- votes, of course, by winning... Uh, the electors in the various states, but if you won those electors uh, through fraud and cheating, uh, then uh, to me it's it's illegitimate and uh, those electoral votes don't count, or shouldn't. Well,
5: let me slide, let me slide one more in because I want to ask you another question. that's very serious. Do sure. you think that uh that Trump will do the uh, start a new uh, party in 2024?
1: Boy, that's a great question, Mike. I think it's a possibility, you know, because, uh, Donald Trump during various phases of his life, Ronald Reagan at one point was a Democrat, uh, before becoming a Republican, uh, Donald Trump as well, uh, has, has been a Democrat in the past. So yeah, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, if, if the worst happens and, uh, Uh, sleepy Joe, as he called him, uh, makes his way into the White House and he won't really be running anything, of course. What direction uh, President Trump takes? Certainly the left will continue to attack him. They'll probably come after him with uh, all kinds of legal uh, accusations that he'll have to defend. But above and beyond that, I would think that uh, if, if he wanted to start his own third party, that would be maybe the the biggest since since Teddy Roosevelt with the bull moose party uh, way back in in the early part of the of the 20th century uh, that yeah you know, if he's got 70 or 80 million people behind him that's a pretty darn good start
5: it certainly is isn't it
1: and i don't know if he would want to do that or if he wants to concentrate more on media uh get together with some other well-heeled individuals and uh Start or buy an existing cable network and suddenly have Trump news uh, pumping it out 24 uh, 7 to the real Americans there that want to hear that message? You talk about Fox News going under in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh. oh, big
5: time, right? Yep.
1: yep. I the mean, other
5: question I don't ask, the other question I don't
1: ask you if you have time. I do.
5: Like I say, I listen to you all the time for years and years and years. If you're not on the radio, I don't cut the radio on. Wow. But most of it, I'm sitting out in my carport right now. Most of the time, I'm sitting in the bedroom, and I'm looking mm-hmm. in my master mm-hmm. closet, and I see a some blue pants and red stripes and a brown shirt and an enclosed plastic bag. If mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about.
1: I do. That would be uh, those would be representative clothing items of the big green machine. Well, there's one
5: thing I've always wanted to ask you, uh, whether you want to answer the question on the radio or not. Mm-hmm. Were you a M sixteen Marine? Or were you a typewriter Marine, or what was-
1: <laughs> Actually, the, there's, it's, it's. I've tried to explain it over the years, but there's been a lot of confusion about it. Uh, I am not actually the Marine. My dad and his brother uh, were both Marines uh, in the South Pacific during the second. So I grew up in a Marine household. I actually, uh, my service uh, was, uh, as as they say, as a civilian contractor uh, with uh, a, a government agency.
5: Really? I didn't know yes. that.
1: Yes. Yes.
5: <laughs> okay, I was I was a sea going marine. I didn't know I didn't know what what division you was ever in. And gotcha. I said, I've got to ask. I've got before he retires.
1: Well, yeah, and and I appreciate the opportunity to uh, be able to clear the air again because I think the the Marines obviously are a uh, a branch of service that are very close to my heart. As are uh, the Navy SEALs.
5: You you got it.
1: Mike, I, I thank you very much uh, for the years of listening and, and thank you especially uh, for the kind words uh, because it's, uh, it's been a, a wild and crazy ride and I've loved every filthy minute of it. <laughs> Thanks very much, Mike. And I take a break for the news at the top of the hour. There is one more to go. Bonus hour is still ahead on The Bobby Mack Show. I mentioned this asymmetrical warfare that we need to think about seriously fighting against the progressive Marxists. Uh, who are pushing their agenda, and uh, a few examples of what I mean by that, Uh, and some reference points for you to take a look at as well. All that and more still ahead here on the Bobby Mack Show on a wet and rainy Wednesday here on WORD.